Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host, Miss Ella Sanchez of the Nadie Preguntó podcast, because truly, nadie me preguntó por esto para nada. But um, where to begin? There's a lot to unpack today. There's a lot to say, and I'm going to try to make it as short and sweet as possible of this intro. Um, one, um, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but just as a preface, um, it's the windy city today in California. Um, also, my windows are very old. They are the windows that came with my house. So um, they're quite old. Um, they do that. I don't know how you say it in English. It's like, temblareda. Oh, se tembla. Something like that. Shake. That's the, that's the word in English. That's the word in English. I've been forgetting a lot of en- English words lately. Um, but yeah, it does like a little shake when the wind is intense. Um, two, um... It's the holidays. A lot's been happening. A lot's been going on. But as of December 17th, we are really realizing that we are in for a uh, shamble of a third year of COVID. Um, And yeah, a lot's going on. Maybe take some time for yourself. I don't know. Um, But the usual, um, if you're new, hi, welcome. What took you so long? You have a lot of episodes to listen to, and I know you will enjoy them all. Um, but if you're tuning back in, then hi, babe. How are you? How was your week? Did you eat today? Are you eating right now? Mas te vale. Um, how was that interview? How was that final? Like, tell me, did you try something new? Did you have sex? Like, let me know. But, um, yeah, not much has changed, you guys. A lot's going on, and I'm tired. A lot of pre-recording to do, and I am pre-recording right now, because on Monday, your girl's, uh, she's leaving. She's going somewhere. She's going on a world tour. No, I'm kidding. Not with COVID going on. I'm going somewhere. I will reveal that at some point, but anyways, um, regardless, um, guys, it's, we're entering the third year of COVID. I can't believe I even have to say this reminder as if you shouldn't be a decent fucking human being. Um, people are mourning. People don't know. People are going through a lot of hell and back lately since the beginning of COVID, up until present day um just please be nice just please be there for people when they need it and be there for your friends and family and i don't know what else i can say really just be a good person and that we start this episode just a reminder and we have returned back to our regular scheduled programming so friends you read the title I know you're probably like, actually, girl, you're just a hater. So hear me out. This episode today is holidays. They're interesting. Holidays are a little bit overrated. They're a little sus. And I I have my reasons why. And honestly, since we're in the holiday season and since I upload every Sunday, you guys, I'm uploading the Sunday right after Christmas. And do I have a treat for you guys? It's truly the best time of year. Um, But it's the holiday season, so we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about the elephant in the room. And the holidays, honestly, are just oddly weird to me when you really think about it, just a little bit. You can't deny it. I'm not even trying to be a holiday hater. Um, But that's the inspiration. Um, It's Christmas season, or sorry, holiday season. We're not all Christian or quote Christians. some people are not religious, some people are, no shame in either way, I don't, I don't care how you go, as long as you're a decent fucking human being, it's all I ask in this life, honestly, the simplest thing you can do, um, but disclaimer, no, I'm not, I'm not hating on the holidays, I'm really not, I, truthfully, I've had 
some good holiday seasons when I was like a child. Um, and then I grew up and I realized, oh, <laughs> life isn't that fun, you guys. Um, and then you realize that when you go from like wanting toys for Christmas to like wanting, um, a house, you, you realize some things, you know? Um, but no, I'm not hating. It's just a different point of view. People have different points of view. I don't even know why I need to give a disclaimer. I'm not hating, really. I don't hate holiday seasons. They're just overwhelming, if that makes sense. Nothing against it, just not really my cup of tea anymore. Maybe when I'm older and richer and hotter with bigger tits, you know, with my ass finally, you know, fat as hell. Maybe, just maybe, I'll even be living for it when I actually can work from home and do nothing really except get money all day and not really have to try that hard, then yes, I will probably be really up to doing that. But until then, you know, we'll get there. But this is the disclaimer, you guys. This is why the holidays are weird. There's a lot to unpack with this episode. I don't really know how long this episode's going to be, truly, but I have enough info to get us by, God willing. Um, but anyways, there's my disclaimer. Let me talk my shit and go. Just essentially that. Um, but there's a lot to unpack when it comes to the holiday season, you guys. <laughs> Definitely pun intended. But when you think about it, you guys, think back when you, if you were someone that celebrates um, Christmas, right? Which is like 90% of people. Just saying. Um, but anyways, think back. Think back to when you were a mere child, a fetus, if you will, and all you could care about really was waking up, going pee, going to school, and having the school pretty much do everything for you, essentially, somehow managing to learn motor skills in that process when everyone was doing things for you. Every adult was basically doing things for you. Um, and you would come home, it was your last day of school for this, like, you know, winter break. Um, and then you came home, got all cozy. Me, I was in Florida at that time, so it really wasn't that cold. It was just Florida. Just, just Florida. Not cold, not hot, just Florida, essentially. And then you got all cozied up, and maybe if you live in Florida and you're, like, 70-degree weather during the December, you know, when you were a kid... Or anywhere. If you lived in the snow, I am so sorry. Praying for you, babe. I really would never want that for me. But you be you be easy though. Stay safe. Stay safe in this cold, you guys. Um, but regardless, um, think back to that time for a minute. Just reflect when you were a kid. You know, reminiscing on the times. And then every year, when you were a mere child, you would wake up on December twenty fifth. And well, actually, if you're Latino, twenty four. Um, and then you would wake up and boom, magic presents arrived. Magic presents, you guys. I'm not gonna lie though. I had probably the best childhood experience with uh, Santa Claus, okay? All right, I did. And I'm not gonna ever take that back, nor am I ever gonna be a bitter bitch about it now because that's something I would never do. I would never stoop that low, okay? But yes, I had the Santa Claus experience, if you will. All right. And just so we're clear, um, if you are not 18 and above listening to this podcast, I highly suggest you dip. Because I'm, I'm about to tell you guys something. I'm going to tell you guys something. I am going to tell you something so crazy. But believe it or not, you have been living with Santa Claus your whole life. Boom. 
and that my friend is your parents ahaha <laughs> you know um yeah plot twist santa claus is your parents i've been living with santa claus for quite some time now um since quite literally i was you know june 9 1999 since then but that's okay you know it's the allure and i don't know why people always say like i don't want to do santa claus when i have kids because it's like i'm lying to my kids so i'm like you're essentially saying that you gifting your gifts to your children under the concept of santa claus as a character that is apparently real in real time because you think it's bad for them you guys there are worse things you can lie about as a parent for starters you can lie about your financial situation you can lie about where you live you can lie about um family generational trauma that you can lie about but really santa claus you think that's the breaking point no 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 <laughs> no listen santa claus though let's get on to that this is what like this is point one this is like point one of my um ted talk today about why christmas or like the holidays are um kind of overhyped overrated and a little bit sus this is the sus part why look like i said i am very grateful to have experienced an amazing holiday season by believing in santa when i was a kid okay there's no hate in that and honestly if i did have kids i would definitely be part of that allure um every kid deserves to experience it every kid deserves to have a fun positive healthy at least once in their lifetime childhood experience that's innocent pure and honestly just for the best truly and to give them give them gifts and just see their faces see their joy you know just be there you know there's nothing wrong with that at all but in the grander scheme of things when you hit adulthood you realize how santa claus as a concept and a character was quite literally the susest thing you could ever think of because 2021 perspective right and we're going to talk about santa claus like mr jack skellington would say santa claus if you will oh god choked on my own spit cute um from the 2021 perspective <laughs> Why does the tale of Santa Claus go that a strange once-a-year man, really, white man, may I add, comes into my house and gives me gifts? Now, mind you, why? First of all, for starters, let's unpack that one saying. Why is a man entering my house? Why? I have been primarily raised by women. I think it would be quite suspicious if a man entered my house. Literally. To me, that's already sus number one. You know, I'd be like, whoa. Yo, bro. What are you doing here? You know, like if Santa Claus was a real thing, if Santa Claus was a real person as well, like the everything about Santa is true. The reindeer, the cookies and milk and everything wouldn't i hear it you know and the movies go like oh they like the little child heard it and charlie went outside yeah that's like a realistic thing but in reality who is to stop santa claus from getting arrested so he's the only white man on the planet if santa claus was real to avoid arrest for breaking and entering the only one do the like police know that 
Does the FBI know that? Does the CIA know that? Do firefighters know that? So we're just all supposed to, like, let's say, pers- like, put it into perspective, like, Santa Claus was real, right? You put him on a, like, do they have his face on the wall of the CIA, the cops, the FBI, firefighters, that, like, when somebody reports a breaking and entering on December 24th at midnight, that it's just Santa Claus? You guys, it's a little sus when you think about it. It's very cute for children. I would never spoil it for a child, never. But like, we're adults here, you guys. We're adults listening to this. I I view who listens to my podcast by age. We're adults here. We are adults. You mean to tell me that a white man enters this facility that is my home? And also, if I move, how does he know that? Why is Santa Claus, an Anglo-Saxon, finding me and everyone else? And how on God's green earth is he supposed to know if I did something bad or not? Because apparently the elves are watching everywhere, worldwide. So you mean to tell me that all children of the world are being watched by elves, aka still adults? A little sus, if you ask me. And look, I say white man for Santa Claus breaking in and entering my house. As a, I, I put emphasis on that a little bit. You want to know why? Because as of recently, if you didn't hear, <laughs> Joseph Biden decided not to forgive student loans and student loan debt and abolish it, if you will. Joseph Biden didn't forgive student loans. So why would you expect me to believe the white man? You tell me. Why, why, why would you, why would you make me believe that? Or why would I believe that? Why would a white man give me anything? Truly. Why would he? Nothing. It's not real. It's a, it's a, like, a paradox, if you will. But we're just, we're just playing games here, you guys, okay? Also, why a man, like I said? Why a man? Why not a woman? Because I promise you, if a woman was Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus was the original Santa Claus, I promise you, I feel like every girl that was like 12, if like Santa Claus was a real person and she was a woman, right? Let's say God is a woman, aka Santa Claus is a woman. Let's say that Santa Claus is real, she is a woman, and she is present in this life. Never was it a man story, it's a woman. Would I be getting under in my stockings in Christmas when I turned 12, some tampons when I was a kid, maybe some pads. Was that something that I would have received? I would like to know. I need to know this information. I mean, I really don't, but whatever. Um, also, like, why doesn't Santa, like, think about it. Honestly, Santa's drip for, like, getting to destination, like, his transportation is quite literally too behind. This is in the 1800s, girl. Cars exist. Teslas exist. Why doesn't Santa just rent a jet for his deliveries and then, you know, customize it? And also, how is he getting the funds for this? How is he getting the funds to, like, feed people, like, pay his elves if they are even working for money, money? Like, you guys, it's a lot to think about. It really is. Like, or would he take lifts for the cheaper price? I don't know. This isn't the 1800s, Santa. Uber exists, girl. And if anything, if you are the supreme power, 
Wouldn't you be able to teleport places? You're a magical being. You don't need a sled. You don't need the reindeer. You would just teleport, would you not? And also, why can't Santa bring me an affordable house and a million dollars and then put it in a red Santa bag? I won't tell. I would very much deeply appreciate a house with a million dollars, maybe, you know? I'm not picky. I I would take it. I would be, that would be the best Santa gift I could ever receive. If Santa was real, like the story goes, and the story is that Santa Claus just comes into your house if you've been good all year and gives you things. Yo, I can't lie to you. And I could put on my list? Hello? I would ask for a house. Preferably a preferably a four bedroom with three bathrooms, um, two floors, um, indoor pool perhaps. You know, I'm not picky. Outdoor, beautiful garden, big enough to actually plant some avocados. Um, huge ass kitchen with kitchen with two islands, and a stove on each, and a like three stoves in general. Electric stove. I do not feel like cleaning the actual gas stove. Too much work. Too much grossness. No thanks. All you gotta do for an electric stove is just wipe it down with a wet one that's all that's all there is to it that's what i would ask for and then a million dollars so i can invest it in something that makes me money hello the way one million dollars could actually solve all of my issues right now like i wish i was joking but i'm not like that's literally what's going to happen like that would solve my issues and also, if we were being honest, if we were to ask, like, if Santa was real, and you put on your Christmas list, you, and you could ask for anything you want, you guys, that would have been the most dangerous thing on this planet. Anything you want. Anything. You guys, do you know how many conservative 15-year-old kids would have asked for a gun for their first gift? And then Santa actually gave them that, you guys? You guys, that would have been a tragedy waiting to happen. If I was me and I was asking for something at 15, shit. If I knew any better, honestly, what did I like when I was 15? God, I wish I knew. Was it Waverly Place, maybe? Or no, that was after. (gasps) Wow. That was after. Wow. Now I'm realizing that I'm old, you guys. I'm old. We're old. We're aging. We're aging, you guys. Okay, regardless. Enough with the Santa joke. Okay, we're done with her. She's she's sus reason number one of why holidays are overrated and hyped and a little sus. That's the sus part. Christmas shopping is the next one, you guys. And it's, um, that, this is like a more of an overrated thing. Christmas shopping. And I'm going to be talking as a consumer versus an employee in customer service. Okay. Let's stop lying to ourselves right now. I just want to put this out on the table. This is a safe space. And I want to put this on the table because this is a safe space. Okay. Christmas shopping is an ugly activity. I'll say it again. Christmas shopping is an ugly activity activity to do i'm sorry someone had to say it i'm glad it was me and i hope that you guys can understand why look i know that the meaning behind getting christmas gifts 
is very generous. You're thinking of someone. You want to give them something in the year that you know they're going to like, and sometimes they waste their money and they get you some shit that you're not going to use, which is also a pointless reason to get someone a gift. If you don't know what to get someone for a gift, just don't get them anything, or get them something that every human being would like, like money or alcohol. If you're me, get me some marijuana, okay? I would gladly accept it with open arms, it's not hybrid, but I'm just saying, that's, that's something. Every human being I've met likes alcohol. It's me, I am human being in this scenario. I would deeply appreciate a lovely meal made by someone, or if somebody wanted to get me fries as a gift, that's like something I would thoroughly love. I'm so serious. I have told my parents and my sister multiple times that if they really don't know what to get me for Christmas or any holiday throughout the year, my birthday, Christmas, or just things in general throughout the year that require gift giving. I told them with my whole chest and meant it and still do, they can get me fries. Fries are a food group to me. I am literally Peruvian. Potatoes are a food group to me. Potatoes are the reason I live on this planet. Potatoes are the reason I'm still alive today. And I'm also alive because in Peru, there are over 3,000 potatoes I have not tried, cooked, seasoned, and enjoyed yet. I refuse to die until one, I have had one of every potato on this planet made from Peru and from there. And also before I go to space. Those are the two things I have to do before I die, okay? I am not going to call it lights out until I indulge and ingest and properly review my potatoes in Peru. I refuse to die until that happens. So reminding you, soy peruana. Quiero papas. De cualquier forma. Alright? I want to eat all the potatoes. If you mean to tell me, if my dear father goes to the homeland, comes back with potatoes, which by the way, it's very hard to get a lot of Peruvian things from the homeland, okay? It's very difficult to get them in the States, especially California. Very difficult. I feel like in, in Florida is a little bit easier because like distant-wise, it's not that far. But California, you guys, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack kind of saying same type of energy if my father went to the homeland and he got me potatoes that aren't even at ralph's they're not at whole foods they're not even at vallarta they're nowhere they don't exist in the states or let alone california but he decided to bring me back potatoes that i've never seen before that would be the best gift of my entire life because I can find out how to make them and then season them and indulge and eat them. What is better than getting a gift that you can eat? Nothing. Nothing. I will gladly accept food as a form of gift. I have told my family multiple times, you can get me fries and I will be genuinely happy that you got me fries for as a present for anything. I've said it multiple times, yet have I received fries for every occasion? Have I received fries once as a gift? No, and I'm kind of mad about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I am the fry master. I am the potatoes reviewer. 
I am literally Peruvian, you guys. I need to have potatoes. I will die. Like, I will pass away. Like, no one gets it. And yet another holiday season without receiving fries as a gift. What a tragedy, honestly. If you think that, honestly, people think that like, oh no, like that's so like not appreciative. That's like literally minimal effort. I'm like, no, no, no. Give me a Bath and Body Works little set or a Victoria's Secret set of perfumes of Japanese Blossom from Bath and Body Works is more like, okay, let me rephrase that actually. Because if you think that gifting every woman that you don't know what to get them for, just to say you got them a gift, is a Bath and Body Works perfume, Japanese blossom, perfume and set lotion, or a Victoria's Secret random lotion and perfume set, is gonna be more impressive than food as a gift like fries for the Peruvian that I am. <laughs> you are wrong, yo. Listen, listen. I can tell you right now with certainty, no woman wants those stupid ass sets. I'm sorry. I've gifted them and also I've received them and I can't tell you how much I don't ever use them. And it's just plastic going to waste that I'm never going to use. The only time I would ever consider using it is when I'm low on lotion in my purse and that's my last resort, okay? I don't even like Bath and Body Works. Shit smells like fruit. And I've been really realizing that the older I get, the more I don't like things that taste like fruit instead of actually eating fruit. Because I had a mojito a couple, I think in November, the last time I went to this restaurant with my mom, it was her birthday, and I got a mojito, right? And when I tell you that the mojito was good, you know, but it tasted like candy. It tasted like I was eating a fucking Jolly Rancher. I was like, no, no, no. This is all wrong. This is good, but wrong. Wrong, morally incorrect. Why are you giving me alcohol that tastes like juice? No, no. I'm not a pussy. Give me the full thing. Spike that shit. All right? The balance of life with drinks of all kinds, alcohol or alcoholic or not, is the balance of what you're trying to get. Alcohol, a mojito. The perfect mojito for me is the perfect mixture and balance, 50-50, of rum and the rest of the ingredients of a mojito, the mint and everything, okay? That is how you make the perfect mojito. I have made my own mojito and I promise you it tasted like more alcohol than it tasted like fruit, okay? That is not how it works either. It has to be both. It has to taste like the mojito when you take the sip and then the aftertaste is the alcohol. That is how you make a proper drink, let alone a mojito. Why, are my, why am I drinking candy? Why am I drinking a Jolly Rancher in juice form, basically? And then I had soju a couple days ago. Shit is fucking gas. Shit is delicious. Scrum dilly-icious. It's an art form, but too fruity. I'm sorry. And then when I have coffee, it's the same energy, you guys. When I have iced coffee, it's the same energy. Because Dunkin' and Groundwork iced coffee master the art of coffee and actual other flavors of milk or whatever the intended flavor of the drink is. For example, Dunkin', I get a small iced coffee with extra oat milk. When I get it, I barely gotta add anything on it. I barely, because I can feel 
the coffee and the oat milk together simultaneously in my mouth and it tastes fucking phenomenal. When I go to Groundwork Coffee in LA, they have a mocha latte and you can make it iced. I had that shit twice already this week and I don't regret it once. I may have spent a total of $12, maybe almost 13, maybe a little bit over that on just twice of me going there in the span of a week. And I don't regret it once because the first sip was perfect of mocha and coffee and a little bit of oat milk. That is how life works. And I don't know why I went into a whole passionate rampage of drinks and how they're supposed to taste, but that's how we got to this. Back to the point. We are on the topic of Christmas being an overrated yet overhyped kind of sus holiday season or just the holiday season in general, okay? But Christmas shopping, ugly, overwhelming, not even fun, let's be honest here. And you may be thinking, well, that's because you're going really late. No, no, not even that. This Black Friday, I was a working gal, okay? I, I was, I was, um, to be honest, it wasn't as terrible as I expected it to be. But me with my social anxiety and working in customer service in a real place, in a physical, actual place, not on Zoom, you know, in a real place, in a real location, really uh, was scary. Scary. A lot. A lot going on. A little too chaotic for me, and I don't really like chaos, as you can obviously tell for being really weird because a Gemini thrives off of that shit. But um, I did not appreciate the chaos whatsoever. And mind you, um, it was Black Friday and I was going to be standing for um, over eight hours. So um, you best believe my feet were really in pain after that shift. Um, But regardless, (laughs) listen, shopping from like November to December is kind of hell because Black Friday comes around November then December, some people keep, some companies and brands keep the Black Friday sale going on until the very end of the year. Um, It's overwhelming. And this year in particular, I made the mistake of following Instagram brands, stuff that I'm interested in, because I'm a woman that enjoys fashion. Unfortunately, I was cursed with that love and passion, even though I love it very much. And I don't really see myself doing anything else other than really admiring the fashion industry as a art form. But, um, boy, does it have its downs. So I'm following these Instagram brands of things that I may eventually want to purchase at some point because I'm not really that active on Instagram. If you know me, I don't really go on it. I think the most social media I use is definitely Twitter. Um, I've been actually on Instagram a lot this week. I don't know why. I've just been kind of feeling it. I do like the stories aspect of it. I like kind of posting stories for me, not really in the sense of anything else really and when I feel like posting something I'll download the app to post it and then that's it um but when it comes to oh I really have to there we go I really had to crack my middle finger for a second and just wouldn't pop um but that's the only reason I have Instagram so I follow these brands when I'm online or I see a targeted ad that I actually am interested in I follow the you know uh Instagram just in case I want to refer back to it. Do I ever? No, I don't. And then like weeks pass by and then I check it and I, or I'm checking Instagram throughout those weeks. And then randomly I see an ad or like, no, I see a post from the 
you know, place or the company I followed. I'm like, when the fuck did I post this? Or when the fuck did I like this? Or when the fuck did I follow this person? And then I go to their Instagram and I unfollow them and the cycle repeats. That's basically how it's going right now. And so I made the mistake of following Instagram brands that I like. If I like one of their sponsored posts, I'll follow it just because I kind of like want to look back, which I never do. Um, And then I forget about them and I just never check. But my point still stands though. Um, These Black Friday sales as 2021 have been a little too much. And usually it's like, well, then don't pay attention. I'm like, no, no, no. I was trying not to. But also I work for a store and also I had to know and be aware of the Black Friday sales for this particular store. And also I was using my paycheck for different brands that I wanted to buy from and clothing brands I wanted to check out and try out. I literally just spent a big chunk of my paycheck that I just got today on quite literally just simply buying eyelashes. I'm dead ass. And I hope that they're worth it because I really just want to have eyelashes for once in my fucking life. But my point still stands, you guys, that Black Friday was like overwhelming to the point where like I would, I was following so many different brands on my Instagram and they were all having sales all at the same time. And it's like, yo, like realistically speaking, not just me, millions of people worldwide don't have the money for any of that. Maybe at most two stores, three of you're really doing good, like financially speaking, all right? And then you fall into the allure of Black Friday shopping and just holiday shopping in general during these times of November and December. And you're like, oh my God, like I wanna buy this for me because I deserve it. Or you like just keep on consuming and consuming and consuming, which is overwhelming because the ads and the pop- like propaganda and everything are in your face on purpose so you do spend the money. And it works every fucking time. I hate it. I really do. But it's overwhelming to the point where it's like not even enjoyable anymore. It like takes the fun out of actually shopping for a purpose and a reason for the holiday season. And you're just like, what was the purpose of all of that? Like really? And also, why are you standing in the in like the ice cold for a product? I I remember people used to judge me during my fangirl era for standing outside for, you know, a concert, a meet and greet, and all that. But no, honestly, at least I was actually getting entertainment at the end. I may have been waiting there for five to six hours out there. But when I got in, yo, on God, I was going to a concert. I was getting a meet and greet, perhaps, per se, if you will. You're waiting for a phone and these customer or like, no, these employees are laughing at you like they are like, don't, don't, don't like try to, you know, neglect that they're lying to you and they're laughing at you. Not with you, girl. Christmas shopping is ugly and it takes the fun out of everything. I promise you that. And now you may be thinking, oh my god, Gabby, we got as a consumer, but as an employee. <laughs> Let me tell you, girl. But first, before I do that, I'm going to write down, because usually I like to, um, let's see, wait, um, I'm going to do 30. And usually sometimes when I want to mark what 
portion of the podcast I'm going to record and post online. I like to mentally note that down and I write it in my notes later. Um, but anyways, back to the thing. As an employee of Black Friday, um, like I said, it wasn't as crazy as I thought, but it's just that standing is just terrifying and I hate it. And there were people back to back, like not once was that store empty throughout the whole day. And I can't lie to you guys, it's not fun. It's overwhelming, it's tiring, it's exhausting because you have to answer questions all the fucking time. You have to answer what people are asking you and it's like, I'm sorry, I don't know everything and apparently the most American thing on this planet is like, what I've noticed a lot here and being from other, like, and seeing other countries is that like, well, I feel like it's a worldwide universal thing, but I feel like in the US it's even more prominent is that the second somebody doesn't know something, it's like literally like life or death because I've had moments where people like, or people that, especially people that try to like, you know, they do like handymen, especially in LA or California or just anywhere. Like you ask them to do something and they're like, oh, I can definitely do it for you or whatever. And they don't know how to do it. And then they don't do a good job. And then boom, it's like a life, a cycle that never ends. I've had that experience quite literally so much recently. I'm not going to get into how I know. I just know. And it's just really frustrating. You know, it's like you're trying your best, you know, you're trying really hard. And sometimes it doesn't, it just doesn't work. Um, but as a, uh, employee, it's overwhelming in more ways than one. Not really in a bad way, because luckily my Black Friday experience for being the first one ever was not terrible. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Like there were just too many people more than my liking could ever handle. I don't even like people in general, In general, let alone strangers. I, I just don't like them. With COVID, with everything going on in the world, I just, I couldn't care less about people right now um, or strangers, if you will. Um, just my friends, my family, and that's kind of it, really, at this point in my life. Um, but it's just overwhelming. It's, like, too much. It's, like, a little too much. And so having people back-to-back asking me, like, oh, what size is this? And people messing up the fucking store, I swear to God, if I had to fold another article of clothing one more time, I swear, I think I'm just gonna quit. But, um, it was bearable. Could have been worse. It really could have been. And it wasn't, so I'm very grateful for that. I made it out alive, unscathed, and we're happy. We love to see it, we really do. And as an employee, it's just nice, but honestly, you can order online. Straight up, you, you can. That, that's literally what you can do. There was no need for you to go into the store and do all of that. There was no need for you to come in physically, check it out, when you can easily see all of this stuff, most likely all online and have it ordered to you. But also, I'm not even an advocate of that either because that means more work for people online and warehouses and shipping and everything else in between, which is even more overwhelming. You just don't see the behind the scenes of that. You just know that your order is getting shipped to you at some point and you trust that. But you don't know when sometimes with everything going on, especially COVID going on still, you know, it's like you'll never know if you're gonna get it or not. And I have to give a say, a round of applause for the 2021 brands of all time really delivering things at their time. I have still yet to receive one package and I swear to God, I wanna sue this place. But most of the time I've gotten most of my packages and I'm very, very grateful for that. Shout out to the mail services, shout out to the brands. We love to see it, we really do. And so there's that, you know? Honestly, the most successful thing this year has seen has been 
brand sending out their products and you getting it on time or reasonably a strong amount and boom, success. At least for me, I'm very happy and grateful. Knock on wood though. But there, there's my point right there is that, you know, it's, it is the way it is. And I'm still very impressed. I'm not going to lie. During even, even during a pandemic, people got shit done. These brands got shit done and I'm very impressed and I couldn't even be happier for them. A little capitalistic to think about, but it's just true. You know, they did their fucking best and they actually succeeded. But um, I am just begging, though, for as an employee stand of view or a point of view, I am begging people that are in customer service like me right now and the customers that come in. Stop fucking up the store. Stop touching things. I will actually put aside my social anxiety to ask you for what size you're looking for so I don't have to refold this for the 100th time within the span of two hours because you just decided to be an independent gal and do things on your own. And I I am appreciative of the people that come in and they actually try to fold things back. I'm like, no, 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 babe. I I see the effort and thank you. I I really appreciate it that you're trying. But just don't. It's okay. It's okay not to know. I will fold it, which is going to kill me for the 100th time in the same day. But that's fine. I see you trying, girl, and I appreciate it. But just ask me. I will put away my social anxiety for a moment. Just don't ask me questions. If you're looking for a size small, just be like, hey, do you have this in a small? If you do, may I see it? Boom, I can do that for you, girl. Just don't touch anything. That's all I ask. Straight up, just don't touch anything. Don't. You're, you're stressing me out. And then I have to go follow you throughout the store everything you every time you touch something so I can fix it. No, no. No, don't do that. You're, you're making me anxious doing that. And ever since, I can't fold my leggings the same. I can't fold my, or I can't hang my clothes dry to dry the same. Like everything is totally different now. But that's the only thing that retail teaches you, how to fold things. Other than that, I really don't know what else. <laughs> but still appreciative, you know. It's just that since Black Friday is over and Christmas shopping will be as hectic as Black Friday, if not more, um, please be nice to customer service employees as if that needs to be a reminder. You should just be a decent human being naturally and by your own merits instead of somebody having to tell you over the internet or someone having to remind you online that you should do that anyways. Just a thought, you know? We're not 12. Like, grow up, you know? Um, but um, that concludes my um, Christmas shopping is overrated segment because that is really the overrated part of this episode. Um, and now we're moving on to, (laughs) Uh, I'm debating on what I want to present first, the traffic. Now you guys, if you're in LA like me, (laughs) I went to my gynecologist like yesterday, right? Mind you pandemic traffic has been a godsend (laughs) truly truly and traffic in general pre-pandemic in LA was not only hell and back but was like 
not even unbearable, but rather as if like, you're not gonna get there anytime soon kind of energy. And since the pandemic happened, the traffic has significantly died down. I used to sit in two hour traffic every fucking morning and afternoon, both during traffic hours in LA. I can tell the difference. I am the traffic expert. Honestly, I literally have anxiety to this day and I plan my life to this day based on traffic. It's never gonna go away. I have lived in city my whole life. I don't see myself ever living out of that. So I'm gonna see myself living in busy cities the rest of my life, truly. And I just need to realize that this is the way of life and I will be permanently scarred and traumatized by needing to leave four hours early to things, aka also the Latino thing, you know? You leave like five hours before your flight actually departs, yeah. that That's me. I am that person. I am proud of that as well. But here we go, the traffic, right? So like I said, I was on my way to the gynecologist yesterday, and usually the night before I have an appointment or something I have to do in the morning or something I have to do during the day, the next day. The night before, I check Google Maps to see what time I should leave approximately to get there on time like every normal human being would google maps is a godsend and i will use it to my advantage until the day i die and i look up my gyno and it's in beverly hills which isn't too far from me like really at all it's like a distance that's like maybe 24 miles away honestly i don't really measure it by miles i just measure of how long the fuck it's going to take me to get there um, a lot of people measure by miles. I never do. I just measure, how, how long are we talking? Like three hours, four hours, an hour, 45 minutes. Like what's, what's the deal? And so I put in what time I wanted to be there. My appointment was at 9.45. I get there at like 9.20. Like, and honestly, that was enough for me. That was enough. Um, cause I don't really like being super early to things, but I don't like being super like late to things either. It's like, you know how people only measure time by like fives? It's like, oh, I wanna be there at 9.45. I wanna be there at 9.30. Like I wanna be there at like 9.15. It's like, no, 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 you can pick 9.25, babe. You can pick 9.20 if you want to. <laughs> like, Apparently that's only a thing. That's very rare and honestly it's, believe it or not, if you pick a random hour and minute, it, you will get there perfectly fine as well. Um, but the traffic, so I saw that my map was telling me to leave at 7.30 in the fucking morning. I was like, hold on. <laughs> we're, we're, last time I checked Mr. Google Maps, um, we are still in the pandemic. So with pandemic, I can understand if I was leaving at 7.30 to get there at 9.15 pre-pandemic, if the pandemic never even happened to begin with. I can understand that. But pr- pandemic traffic, that's, that's, that, like, that's not realistic at all. And so in the morning I check and I'm like oh I just need to leave by 8 to get there at 9 15. <laughs> wow it's like I'm I'm in college, community college all over again you know and I was like whoa okay what what the fuck is going on that doesn't sound right and truth be told, ladies and gentlemen, it was correct. <laughs> I left my house at like 8.15, maybe 8.20, got there at 9.20, like, like, and I took this, I took like the, I took Moholland. I didn't even take like the 405 because like all of the directions were telling me not to go on the 405 because it was too chaotic as if it was like pan, pre-pandemic traffic all over again. And I was like, oh God, it's back. And the only reason it's back is because one, still in a pandemic, and two, 
people are going back to life, you know? They're just, they're vibing these days. And I was like, wow, this sucks. And then if you go to like the mall or like anywhere near the mall, around like three at this point, usually 360, 60 days actually, 360 days a year. That's totally fine. Maybe a little bit less, maybe like 260 days, it's fine, you know? Whenever November starts during that time frame. But um, any any day before November, really, is a safe space to go around like 3, 4, 5 p.m. in the afternoon to pass a mall or to go to your mall or whatever it is. Now, um, as if it's like Christmas is literally next week. Um, yes, uh, can't lie to you. The traffic is unbearable. <laughs> truthfully even worse than pre-pandemic traffic in LA truly I was like what the hell is this and mind you yesterday as well I was getting coffee right after my gyno appointment and I saw with my own two eyes I don't know what happened to this man I don't know what he said I don't know what he was on truthfully I think that's more of the bigger question what was he on um so if you live in California SoCal in particular, actually. Only SoCal. Um, on Fairfax. On Fairfax Avenue, if you will. North Fairfax, to be very specific. North Fairfax Avenue. There's that left turn you gotta make. And it's a, it's a very small lane, but a million cars take the left. There's like a line that blocks the whole lane just to make this one left, right? Because it's like closer to getting to the 101. And <laughs> I'm in the lane, minding my business, happy I got my coffee. I'm just ready to go home, eat some food. I'm excited for the day. I'm excited because I got my coffee. I got groundwork, you know, you know the vibes. If you know, you know. And I just got, I just was super happy. I was like, hell yeah, I got my iced coffee. I got my errands done. I wasn't late. We're good to go. Now, I'm on this, I'm in this line just to make this stupid ass left on Fairfax Avenue. All of a sudden, I see an Audi SUV in front of the line, just magically out of nowhere, right? This old man gets out of his car. He's holding two things in his hand and he's like shrugging at the driver. I don't know what he said. I don't know what he was on, nor do I know what he was trying to portray or even try to tell the people. I shit you not. This man parks. Parks. His vehicle. This old man parks his Audi SUV in one of the most busiest left turns on a Fairfax Avenue location. In the left turn lane. This man, I repeat once again, parks his Audi SUV in the left turn lane. And then I thought, oh, I thought maybe the guy was, I think maybe this driver is just yelling at the guy behind him because he hit his car. Maybe that could have been it. Totally get it. It happens. Don't fuck with it. But we, we can prosper. We will survive. There are other ways and other routes to get home. Not that serious. But he parked his car and there was still space in front for people to get out of the lane, go into the left lane, or no, go into the like lane and then go back into the left lane in front. So that's what people started doing. So 
People kept leaving the left turn lane and just going out and then swerving back in. I passed this man's car. Not once, not once did I see a scratch, not even a dent in this man's car. So I was like, oh, so you chose violence, like actual violence, not even like Twitter violence, social media violence, roasting violence. Like, no, he chose like actual physical harm violence in that moment. And I see this guy park his vehicle and he goes off into the side where like the houses are on the, on the sidewalk. He walks in the middle of traffic, mind you, and he calls, I don't know, maybe, I don't know who he's calling, maybe perhaps the dealership, I don't know, because what other reason could you possibly have to park your vehicle in one of the most busiest left turns in all of LA, Fairfax. But no, he leaves it there, proudly, no shame. Honking is everywhere. I have to get out of the lane. I have to go back in. And I'm just like, what is going on? What is going on right now? So no, I don't like Christmas traffic. All right. It's chaos. It's anxiety waiting to happen. I will never do that again. The next year, 2022 Christmas or 2022 holiday season, you will not see me all of November and December. I will be gone. And by gone, I mean literally in my home, minding my business. That That's what I'm doing. Never again am I doing that ever again. No. And so my next topic, <laughs> a big one, a big one, which is also something that I really hope that people take away from this episode. A holiday season is overhyped and overrated because... You're catching up with family members and having to deal with too much family time. And not only is it like too much, it's like overwhelming to the point where it's like too back to back, if that makes sense. It's like, sure, I'm down to see my family for like three days straight. But after that, I'm like, okay, like I I really want to be alone now. Like I really just want to have some time on my own. Like nothing personal, just something I need to do or else I will go actually fucking crazy. So that's what it's like an overload that's the word I was looking for it's an overload of family time it's like you got to recharge during that time and people are like why are you going away for like five hours like this is family time I'm like no 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 if I don't recharge by taking a nap or something or being alone for at least one fucking hour then I will probably um be mean and I probably won't have fun at all and the point is to have fun but not at the expense of overloading yourself with too much time with family And we all have different family scenarios, situations. Maybe you're lucky and you have a great family that you love very much. I know I do. Very grateful for that. But sometimes it gets a little too much. You know, it's a little bit of an overload. And some people don't experience that. Some people really don't experience any form of overload whatsoever. And they can hang out with people for hours and 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 days and days and days and days and days and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and still have energy. Not even think twice about it. They're like, oh, I'm ready for this today. You know, not even hating on them. I just want to know what the hell they're on so I can live like that at some point. But for me, I think the max I can do is like three days of family time. And even then, at some points during those three days, I'm gonna be like, okay, this is a little too much, but whatever, I guess. So that's my point. And also catching up with family members this year, They're not going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you a secret. They're going through hell too. 
in their own ways. You are not the only one struggling with issues in your own life. Everyone has issues they don't speak about, and everyone may not be able to admit it. And that's okay too, because catching up with family members this holiday season can be overwhelming. It can be scary, or it can even be traumatizing for some people. And just a reminder, if you have immigrant parents, you automatically feel that you have to owe them something. And sure, I I agree to that. To an extent, though, you don't owe them your whole life story. You really don't. You can dance around the subject and make something up if you want or straight up just change the subject right away. You don't really need to get too that into it. And it's definitely like y la novia, y el novio season. And so what? Like, I'm not even divorced yet, girl. Give me some time. Give me some time to catch up, okay? I know you're on your, like, 10th divorce, babe, but that's just not for me. So you have fun with that. I'll be here doing my thing. You stay out of my business. And honestly, the only thing that we need to go into for the rest of the year and for rest of life, every holiday season is no te metes en algo que no es tuyo. Don't be snooping around in somebody else's business in general. 365 days a year, you guys should be doing that. But more people need to realize that to not do that during the holiday season. Because why do you care that much? What you trying to do? Who are you trying to fool right now? Because you're not fooling me. You're not fooling me at all. And catching up with family members can be not even like, it depends, you know, like I said, it depends on your scenario. There are some people that are going to have a really hard and sad holiday season, whether they're spending it alone, whether they're spending it with people they don't really feel comfortable with, or they're spending it with people that they don't feel safe with even. Those are different. Those are things that are very hard for some people to live with. And those are things that are very difficult to move past or live with and even learn from. And catching up with family members, trying to be like on a performance, on a pedestal, like, hey, like, I- I'm trying, like, see me, like, validate me. Like, no, we're, we're not doing that. I'll be the first to say this. I am going to be experiencing that in less than 72 hours, actually. <laughs> Wish I was kidding, but I'm not. I'm catching up with family members that I'm, although very excited to see, but also it makes me really like overwhelmed. It's like, oh my God, I'm literally depressed. Like I'm clinically depressed. I have drama I haven't healed from yet. And you think I want to catch up with them knowing that has been like all of my consumption of life for the past like seven years so far and try to tell them, oh, I- I'm doing great. You know, I'm, I'm not depressed or anything. It's exhausting to play that part. I play that part daily. And I can't lie to you, when I'm in my room alone, just trying to go to bed, it's nice to just be alone there. No one asking me shit, just me and Spotify, you know? With my water bottle tucked away in my bed where I can just access it at any second, teeth brushed, skincare done, pee and pooped clean as a fucking whistle. And I'm in my bed, bundled up, (laughs) 
with my laptop on Netflix away from the world. That, my friend, is Cloud9. <laughs> and so, catching up with family members at the end of the day, you do not owe them your life story. Just give them what you feel comfortable giving them. And everyone's situation is different. Everyone's family or friend situation is going to be different than yours. And all I can say for this holiday season, when you're catching up with your loved ones or your family you may not like or you really love at the same time, or people you haven't seen in a really long time and you're just ready to just catch up, they are scared as well. They may never admit it, and they may not even show that energy whatsoever, but they are just as scared, if not maybe scared, more scared than you are. And that's okay too. Don't ask, how are you these days? Just catch up as if it was the last time you guys saw each other, maybe however long ago, and start from there. Let it flow naturally. And that, my friend, is where we wrap up tonight. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you all have a merry, merry, merry holiday season. Whether you are religious, if you are a holiday person, or if you're a Jehovah Witness or not. If you are just anyone that celebrates holidays, I hope that you enjoy your holiday season with friends, family, or just loved ones. And if you're alone, that's okay too. If you're going to be with your cat, your dog, your plants, yourself, just know I'm rooting for you too. And if you're spending the holidays alone this year by choice, I know you're, you don't want pity. I know you're happy. And if you're celebrating the holiday season not by choice, I will be your holiday gal. Hope this episode is comforting in some way, you know? And the next time I hear from you guys, I will be in a different state. I will be with family. And I think I'm going to do an approach of, uh, what's it called? Like kind of like a live update kind of podcast episode where I just take voice memos throughout my week compile them of what I'm doing the holiday um, season or um, or like that holiday week of Christmas and then just uploading it on the 26th, editing it, you know. I'm not too sure what I'm going to do for the Christmas episode essentially, but I have an early morning everyone, so I hope that you all are being safe and sound, taking care of yourselves, taking the right COVID precautions, wearing your masks, whatever it has to be, and just taking care of yourselves. And I hope that you enjoy your holiday season, whatever it may be. And I will hear from you guys next week in a completely different state. Stay tuned. Bye.